Howdy folks and welcome to the Dirt Road Cowboys Christian Podcast. My name's Dean, also known as the Dirt Road Cowboy. And if you are a first-time listener, I'd like to welcome you and thank you for tuning in. And if you're a repeat listener, I want to say welcome back and again, thank you. I really appreciate you listening along. This time, we are going to talk about being who God says you are and why. Why is it important to be who God says you are? Well, for one thing, you're not smarter than him. He made you, he knows why he made you, and he knows how important it is for you to fulfill your purpose here on earth. He's counting on you. A lot of people are searching for meaning in life and they're searching for a purpose. They get tired of just running around doing all the fun things in life that really aren't all that fun when you got to pay for them later. And doing what God has put you here to do gives your life that sense of meaning that everyone is really seeking. But in order to do what God has put you here to do, you have to be who God created you to be. As he said, your doing comes from your being. Or as he said to me, your do comes from your who. You have to know who you are in order to do what you're called to do. Knowing God's will for your life is an important thing because it gives you the direction that you need to keep you from wandering aimlessly and going through a whole lot of problems and a whole lot of mistakes that you regret later on. So in order to do that, you need to focus on getting together with God and finding out who you really are. Now one good place is to start off with the basics of the scripture. If you've been born again, you're a child of God. If you have God's spirit in you, then you have received a spirit of adoption and you become his child with equal rights to the firstborn. So that's a good start. That'll get you going in the right direction anyway. But then knowing that you're God's child, you need to get together with him, spend that intimate time with him to find out what he wants you to do. And that's where it seems to get hard for a lot of people is hearing from God. I know there are cessationalists that say that God doesn't talk to anyone anymore now that the Bible's written. Well, that's a bunch of bull. God has never stopped talking to people. He's always wanted the relationship and the fellowship. He doesn't want just total blind obedience. If he wanted that, he'd create robots. You have a free will. You can choose God. You can reject God. You can live like the devil, and you can go where the devil's destined to go for eternity. Choice is up to you on that one. In fact, the choice is up to you on all of it. You can choose to follow God's will, or you can choose to follow your own will. So now let's break down what I mean by the will of God. There are two aspects, and we're not talking about the permissive will and the absolute will and blah, 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 blah. We're getting into purpose and destiny. Your destiny is what you were created to fulfill in this lifetime. Who you're created to be, what you're created to do. Destiny is the destination. That's where you arrive at the very end. You haven't reached your destination until it's all over with. Your purpose, on the other hand, can change throughout your life. When you're a child, you have the purpose of going to school, learning, get your education, honoring your parents, all that kind of stuff. As you get older, you get more responsibilities. Your purpose changes. You start planning a little bit more for what you're going to do, how you're going to be responsible, raising a family, and everything else. As you get even older, your purpose changes again. You go through empty nest or whatever, and then you have to look at your life from a different viewpoint because you're no longer raising babies. You may help out with grandchildren or you may not, but that's not your primary purpose anymore. So your purpose changes again. 
It changes throughout the different stages of your life, but it also changes according to your choices. Now, if I set out a map, for y'all that still know what a map is, of the entire country, we're going to use the United States because that's where I'm from. And you wanted to go from one end of the United States to the other. Well, there isn't one road that takes you the entire way. There are many roads that lead across the country. Some will take you longer. Some will take you less time. Some are more direct routes. Some are detours, hundreds or even thousands of miles out of your way. And life is kind of like that. God has different things that could come along your way in your path through life, in your journey. It's like when you're going on a road trip. If you choose one road, you'll have smaller towns or whatever in between where you're going and your final ending point, your destination for your trip. If you choose to take another route, you'll have different towns to go through. If you choose a highway, you'll have probably less towns and less stops along the way than if you take a meandering back road through the hills, which may have more beautiful scenery, but it'll take you a little bit longer to get there. But the trip might be worth the extended time because of the beauty that you experience along the way. There's also obstacles along the way, just like in your road trip. You may have a flat tire. You may have mechanical breakdowns. You can see how this kind of correlates with life. We have problems. We have things that we have to overcome. We have things that we need to do. We have different stopping points along the way. There's different refueling stations. There's times that we need to take a break. There's times we need to reevaluate the road that we're on and see if it's really taking us in the right direction. Or if we've taken a big, long detour that's looping back to where we didn't want to be. It's kind of like when you're going down the road, and if you're going too fast, you may miss your off-ramp. You may miss your turn. And then you have to find a place to come back around to get back onto your turn. Or maybe you can take a different turn and then come back and reconnect with your original course. That is the way that God works through life. He'll guide you and direct you without manipulating you. And sometimes we put ourselves through a lot of hardships that could have been avoided by just simply getting alone with him and spending the time to get to know exactly what we're supposed to do. It can save a lot of burned out fuel and a lot of wasted time by just taking that extra little bit of time to get closer and find clearer directions. So throughout life, you have intermediate purposes or callings. These are like the little towns that you pass through on your way to your final destination in life. But each decision that you make is going to take you down a different path. Some are more direct, like I said, and others are going to be slow going. And it'll take a while before you can find a way to get back on course. So how do we find this calling, this purpose, this destiny? Well, like I said, you hear it from God. But if you're not really in touch with hearing from God, that can be a little bit difficult. One of the things that I used to try to teach my kids, and if my son is listening to this, his eyes are rolling right now because he knows what's coming up. I'm going to read you 10 things from a book by Casey Treat called Fulfilling Your God-Given Destiny. These are 10 steps to knowing your destiny. And these aren't laws, these aren't set in stone, but these are just some ideas that you can go by. You don't have to follow all 10 of them. You may already have an idea and want to get some confirmation. Let me go through the list. And if you're interested in this, I really recommend you get the book. It's a great book. Okay, now I'm not going to get into reading the entire book. If you want the book, like I said, it's a great book. Go ahead and get it and you'll get more details by reading the book. So I'm just going to go through the list of 10 things. Step number one, what is the deepest desire of your heart? Step number two, what stirs your passion? 
Step number three, what flows naturally out of you? Step number four, where do you bring forth fruit or produce good results? Step number five, what is the witness of the Holy Spirit in your spirit? Step number six, what do mature Christians see in you? Step number seven, what career or ministry do you feel the peace of God about pursuing? Step number eight, what thoughts, visions, or dreams are impossible for you to put out of your mind? Step number nine, what can you give 100% of yourself to for your whole life? And the final step, step number 10, what do people want to gather around and help you accomplish? Now, those are some pretty good guide marks that you can go by to find, fulfill, and to know, or at least get an idea of where God wants you to go. God can correct your steps once you start moving, but you got to get up off the couch and actually do something. And here's another six steps that I came across for discovering your dream. These are some notes that were taken in a church service. It's basically talking about knowing if the dream for your life is a God-given dream or a selfish dream. And it states, you'll know that it's God's dream if, number one, it's bigger than you. Number two, you can't let go of it. Number three, you would be willing to give everything for it. Number four, it will last forever. Number five, it meets a need that no one else has met. And number six, it brings glory to God. I can see where some of those are kind of iffy, like number four, about it lasting forever. Well, it could be a dream for a shorter purpose, not a lifelong destination dream, but more of an intermediate type of a calling or a dream. And number five, it meets a need that no one else has met. Well, if you're involved in a ministry, then there's lots of other ministers out there meeting the same or very similar need. There can't be just one person that has the cure for everything or the call that answers all, except for Jesus. So your dream could be the same kind of a dream that many other people have had in that regard. So those are the things that I kind of came up with for this teaching. I may get a little bit more in-depth with some of this stuff later on about your calling, your purpose, because I love talking about it. I love teaching on it. But we're going to wrap it up here for now. And I want to say a prayer that God will open the eyes of your heart, the eyes of your understanding to know his call, his purpose, and his destiny for your life. I speak the blessings of God over you to provide for all your needs on this journey, on this destiny course. And I pray that you will always walk in the light of the Spirit of God. Anyway, that's going to be it for this time. If you want to find out more about me, if you have any questions or comments, or want to make contact with me, you can find my contact info at my website, www.dirtroadcowboy.com. And you can also find out a little bit more about me on that page. I'll be back again in a couple weeks with another teaching for you. Until then, this is Dirt Road Cowboy signing out. Bye, y'all. <music>